Hot Takes and Cakes with your boy Josh here. A little bit of MLB talk and a lot of noises is buzzing around Justin Verlander and where he's going to go. And the two latest things that I've seen is the L.A. Dodgers and the Chicago Cubs. Now, if the Dodgers get him and he coincides right there with uh, Kershaw, I know he's out four to six weeks with a back injury on a DL. That's all good because when he comes back, he's, he's not going to miss a beat. I know he's got a lot of drive, that kid, and he's going to be great. He is great. Excellent pitcher. You had Verlander onto that. Right there, man. They they make a really good run for the for the series. Just with the just with the pitchers. And pitching has a whole lot to do with it, especially if you can have the run support that they got. Because they can put numbers on the board. Not like the Red Sox, where they got great pitchers, but they lead the league in doubles in their dead last in home runs. You know, it, it's you don't have run support for the pitchers that you got. It, it's kinda like, you know, doesn't really go anywhere. It bounces itself out. It's sitting stagnant. Yeah, they're first, but all it takes is a drought and no good bats. It's going to be hard to get out of it. Now, the Cubs, if the Chicago Cubs pick up Justin Verlander with Quintana that they just acquired from the from the White Sox, man. And then I know I know all the all their other pitchers. They're kind of in a downward slope slow right now, but it, it happens. You know, they'll get out of it. They'll come back around. They'll start throwing the ball heavy again. And they're right there, the reigning champs, put them up there for a back-to-back because that is one impressive lineup. That staff is insane. A lot of depth in there, a lot of velocity, a lot of good pitches, a lot of varying pitches, a lot of aces. It's And, and then they got a good team. They got a good ball team. They got some good sluggers. Their defense is good. They make outstanding plays. It's smooth. There's a lot of chemistry. It's good. Quintana's been electrifying since they got him. He has just been deadly. Filthy to watch. Add Verlander to the mix. I would love to watch that team. I wouldn't be a bandwagon jumper, but I would have to say they'd be my favorites for the season. I mean, sure, I'd, I'd always watch the Red Sox tune into them. I'd want them to win. But they'd be. But the, the Cubs would be my favorites to win. Just purely based on that rotation and the fact that they can play good ball and it's proven ever since the break that I mentioned earlier they come back from they're 8-2 in the last 10 games they're on fire since the break and they have just if they don't show signs of slowing down insane if they get if they get Verlander call it a wrap because that is one dirty lineup I'd like to see what y'all think about where he's going to end up, where he's going to go, the possible best place for him, according to these new reports. And I want y'all to have an outstanding rest of the day. Take it easy. What's going on, everybody? It's Josh from Hot Takes and Cakes. A little bit of news coming out of Florida. Michael Irving, who was accused of sexual assault back in March, I believe, uh... There's a whole story behind that. He was down there visiting family, friends, someone's ill. Uh, you know, you knew this woman for a while. They all had a couple drinks. They went back to the hotel. He dropped her off at the hotel. She was trying to get him to stay. He said no. He ended up leaving. The next day, she filed a rape report or whatever. Uh, the whole interview is on. It's online. It's on Instagram. And I believe it's on Facebook as well. 
Uh, he did it live. Uh, I know his, his lawyer told him he could go ahead and do so. Uh, the NFL Network actually kept him, and the police just came out and said that no charges are going to be filed or pressed against Michael Irving. So that is uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I didn't know how to feel about it when the story came out. And uh, a lot of people that I talked to, you know, they were dead set against that he did it. Um, but when he came on, when he went on Facebook Live and everything, and, uh, and Instagram Live and all that stuff, I started, I was I was in and out of it, you know, because I was at work, so I'd pop in. And it, was, it went on for quite a while. And just the way he was telling the story, it was extremely believable. And then I started thinking, you know, if it, if it was real, they would have already bagged him, you know, because they have the, the rape kits and everything like that, which she went and took or whatever. I know it's a very touchy subject, but, you know, it's, it's good to know that he got off and, you know, she was found with cocaine and all this other crazy stuff in her system and her story kept changing and it's sad too, you know, when people get falsely accused of certain things. You know, and they, they end up still getting a bad name. And uh, I'm glad the NFL Network kept him around. Um, he makes uh, he makes he makes for good an analysts, you know. And uh, enjoy listening to some of his spiels that he goes on when he I tune into WEI, it's a sports radio station down here uh, throughout my travels. And uh, he, he has a lot of good intake on the games and breaks it down, you know. So it's really good, and I'm glad that he got off free. Uh, I want to put it out there. Everybody have a good day. Take it easy. What's going on, everybody? It's Josh here with Hot Takes and Cakes. Derrick Rose. Didn't take long for him to sit down and sign that deal with the Cavaliers. Met with him today, and he agreed to a $2.1 million deal for one year. Um, so I guess the Cavs are already set. Now it's just going to see what they're going to get for their... Uh, their uh, dear beloved Kyrie Irving. Um, man, Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose. Uh, some people like him. Some people say he's still got stuff in, uh, stuff in the tank. Uh, I personally, yeah, he averaged, what, 18 points last season. Um, he was on the Knicks, though. He was on the Knicks. And uh, Game Time Guru put up a very good point there that he's a good facilitator. He can pass the ball. This and that. I can't really tell you that much last season because I, I didn't really watch him. But I know that his three-point game is behind him. Uh, he can make clutch shots when he has to. And so he has been, gotten smarter in that sense. I do agree. But as far as being on a team like the Cavaliers, I don't see him putting up that many points. I don't see him being that big of a an asset and I think you know they're gonna go in that position they're gonna that's a downgrade in my opinion uh, now you just got to see what they get for Kyrie whatever they get for Kyrie that'll be good we'll see but they're not gonna get nothing for him I can tell you that he's uh he's worth a lot more than Derrick Rose I'd like to see what y'all think what y'all got to say about it so I'll be tuning in take it easy Good evening, everybody. This is Josh, the Hot Takes and Cakes. 
Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of David Price. Boston Red Sox supposed ace. That's what we signed him for anyway. Uh, don't get me wrong, man. He's been, uh, he's been pitching great ever since he came back and he found his way after his injury. Um, I was, a lot of us weren't sure if he was going to even make it back to the rotation to even pitch this year. Surgery was in question. We thought we could have lost him for two years. Or, you know, if, if they waited until the end of the season, it would be three years. You know, it's, so it was, uh, it was a high-stress situation. You know, for a lot of the fans and, and as well, you know, for the managers and the owners of the organization. Now, David Price got into it with Eckersley, who is a Hall of Fame pitcher, pitched for the Red Sox, and uh, he critiqued Erod's pitching. When Erod had his first rehab start down, down in Pawtucket, it wasn't good, and everybody knew it wasn't good. Even Erod knew it wasn't good. It was terrible, he said. So when Eckersley seen it and he, and he was asked about it, he said one word. He said, yuck. So David Price, being the media whore that he is, decided to respond in such ways that you shouldn't respond, especially in a clubhouse on a plane in front of your peers when you're supposed to be one of the leaders of your organization. One, he's a Red Sox legend, so you don't trash him in front of people and then have people get your back and then justify your arrogance with saying you were just standing up for a teammate. If you, if you kept your mouth shut for your whole time here in Boston, nobody would be saying what, what they're saying now. And you're just a punk. You, he's just a punk. You know, he's... There's a reporter out here, Evan Drellick. He almost got into a, a physical altercation with Evan Drellick. In the clubhouse. Uh, he's giving crap to Red Sox Hall of Fame pitchers. Saying that they don't understand how hard the game is. He was a pitcher in the major leagues. And he's in the Hall of Fame. David Price. I think he understands exactly how hard the game is. And you know what's crazy? Is he won a freaking playoff game. David Price, you have not won a playoff game. You have yet to do so. And you're just you're on social media, you're on Twitter. You know, you're making you're putting this target on your back. And then you're upset with the fans of Boston because they're upset with you. Because before you weren't pitching good and you couldn't keep your mouth shut. If you want to win back the fan base, all you got to do is keep your mouth shut and throw a good game. Pitch the ball well. And you know what? You could win a Cy Young Award this year. It's not going to matter until you win a playoff game. Because if we go into the first rounds, you give up six runs and we lose and we get bounced out of the first round, you better opt out because you're never going to live it down. Especially around here. They wouldn't let you live it down. The, the way that you act publicly, that's fine if you want to let everybody into your life. If you want to talk about your dog all the time, that's cool. If you're winning the game. If you got a big mouth and you're a hothead and you're winning, look at Pedro Martinez. Prime example. He threw good balls. He pitched a lot. He was fantastic. He was, he was captivating. Throw the ball you wanted to watch. 
Chris Sale is kind of on that level. Drew Pomerantz has been on that level as of late. But you running your mouth all the time is not going to get your fan base. And then the story comes out about what you said to this. First of all, older man, member of the media now, but a Hall of Fame pitcher who pitched for the Red Sox. How you treated him in front of the rest of your team. And then the fact that the organization didn't back didn't back anybody up and they, they just they let it slide. Especially John Farrell, that freaking weasel. What is wrong with you guys? What is wrong with you? Why can't you just keep your mouth shut and pitch? It's honestly disgusting to be a Red Sox fan right now. You know, it's you and John Farrell are such weasels. And why why is nobody in the organization having this having this terminated? Why how come you haven't at least made an apology? You don't have to hug the man and take a picture with him and, and pretend, but at least apologize. At least one show the youth, the final youth that even watch baseball. Show them that's not the way to act. You don't just get to say what you want. Because you suck and you're mad at everybody and the media is giving you shit because you can't take it because you're thin-skinned. Just because you you had sucked previously, you gave people a reason to bitch, and then you can't take it, so they come at you harder, and then you don't know what to do. Your best bet is to just shut up, pitch good, opt out of your contract, move elsewhere, and nobody will care. You... Your memory will slowly fade. But you know what's going to stick? The fact that you couldn't take any sort of heat. No criticism. And the fact that you say that you're sticking up for your teammates is a load of crap. Because if you were that involved with your team when that stuff with Pedroia and Machado was happening, you would have said something to Pedroia. But no, just like everybody else, they tuck their tail between their legs and they let it slide out. And Eckersley, who is a Hall of Fame pitcher, said yuck to a horrible performance. You're going to stand up and you're going to talk to him the way you did on the plane as he's walking down saying, now I don't know if this is the exact quote because I don't have the article in front of me, but, oh, here he is, the greatest pitcher of all time. Get the bleep out of here. And while some of the other pukes were applauding you, that's how you're going to lead the team and just make it make that presence don't you want positive vibes as you're going through a game traveling in a plane and not some sort of animosity all the tension built up you think that's good pre-game strategy and then as he gets up and walks down to go talk to Dombrowski and the general manager Farrell right he walks by him again what does David Price do stands up get the bleep out of here what is wrong with this man? I don't know about any of you guys, but I think that's just slimy. That's rude, it's disgusting. And the, the fact that he can't win a playoff game, he sucked coming in. He's had a couple of good games and he expects a big pat on the back, add a boy and everyone to lay off of him when he can't keep his trap shut fighting with the media, putting
putting his personal problems all out over Twitter. And then when people respond, getting upset, getting affected, pitching bad, and then pitching good, saying it doesn't affect him, and just crying. That doesn't make me want to watch him. That makes problems. And I guarantee you, that's got to be a contributing factor as to why the Red Sox are in such a slump lately. Because David Price can't keep his damn mouth shut and he's creating tension in the locker room. I'd put money on it. Once he's gone and he's out of here, I hope he opts out because I don't want his ass back. But once he opts out and he gets out of that, that clubhouse, I guarantee you the Red Sox will pick up the pace. That's all I've got for right now. Take it easy.